Blog Talk Radio. Which 
may show parts of the song while it's under construction, but the song in its entirety will not be heard there either. Now, this is a recording representing a live performance of a song, Jones goes on to tell us. He says that when a band offers a song live, that version of it's done when it's over. It actually literally ceases to exist after each note. And this takes the concept of release to a different place. One Soul Thrust has also agreed with the Rush show. To continue with this theme, there'll be the focus of a live off-the-floor show early next year. The David Bowards Award today goes to One Soul Thrust for this truly unique experience. And first for music releases, next Monday night, you'll be able to listen to it on The Rush on CHRY-FM in Toronto. Yeah, purest rock. I'm interested in finding out exactly uh, what the definition of Nick, you're a uh, you're a music man. Have you uh, have you come across the term purest rock? To me, purest rock uh, it would be more that you're not relying on the digital elements of studio production. It would mean that you're trying to work organically, which is very respectable. Yeah. You know, uh, most modern rock bands they're they're using auto tune, they're using tempo mapping, right? Yeah. Using and it makes things, while it makes things uh, rhythmically and, and musically uh, pure, uh, and from a technical sense, it takes all the liveliness out of it. It takes away the organic right. element. Right, sure. No. And so when, when, I'm, when I'm hearing purest rock, to me, that's, that's badass. <laughs> I agree. I kind of agree with you. That sounds interesting. You know what? Maybe we should have him on the show. How about we have one soul thrust? on next month's show and uh, we'll let them tell us about this unusual promotion and their their whole thing the uh, purest rock element and everything let's do it we'll get them on the next month's show one soul thrust from canada we'll get them on our november 9th show now also want to take a moment to shout out to a previous guest richard sir giovanni and his tv music heroes the grimps children's cartoon series which is getting their TV debut, and that's why we're going to shout out to them. The Grimps will debut on the Fox Network Saturday, October 18th, 9.30 in the morning. So if you've got kids that love those Saturday morning cartoons, you get them up in front of the TV and join them. Watch The Grimps together with your kids Saturday morning, October 18th, 9.30 a.m., on your local Fox station, which I think in New York City is Channel 5, and I'm not sure about the rest of the country. It's, but It's uh, Channel 5 in New York City. Yeah, it's Channel 5 in New York City. And whatever, wherever you are, if you get a Fox, uh, Fox Network show, uh, you should be able to pick it up on uh, Fox TV, Saturday, October 18th, 9.30 in the morning, The Grimps. You're going to get a kick out of this. We've not only had uh, we've not only had Richard on the show, but one of the voices who does uh, some of the songs on the show, Michaela, is uh, is also uh, a voice for the show. Darn right, she is, and we're going to get her back on the show one of these days too. Next, we're we're proud to make this is an announcement where we kind of award ourselves and pat ourselves on the back because we've had one heck of a month in. Uh, in acquiring new listeners, actually. Yeah. Uh, the David Bowers Awards has been picked up, we're proud to say, for webcast by not one, but two more major internet radio networks. 
We are now being carried by the 365 Internet Radio Network, reaching over 10 million listeners around the world. So we say hello to all our listeners on the 365 Internet Radio Network, and we're also now being heard on the CMG Global Internet Radio Network. So hello to all our CMG Global Internet Radio Network listeners, too, to all of our new listeners out there. We certainly hope you click on follow and follow along with us. Join us on uh, on Facebook where you can uh, friend us and like our page, the David Bowers Awards, and also follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter. We're also on a myriad of other sites out there, uh, Reverb Nation, right? Uh, oh, MySpace, we're on there, and uh, LinkedIn, whatever it is. Yes, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, believe it or not, there are still a lot of people that follow the music, especially a lot of the new up-and-coming artists that haven't found their niche elsewhere are still on MySpace. So, yes, we are on MySpace as well. Go around. Get in my time machine and go back to 2008 here, buddy. There you go. (laughs) And so we thank you and welcome all of our new listeners to the David Bowers Award Show and the be sure and write us if you want. Uh, if you uh, you can message us on Twitter, Facebook, all those other places, or you can write us directly by email, David at the David Bowers Awards, and uh, you can put your excuse in the subject line, whatever you know. Uh, we just wanted to write you and hassle you, or we just wanted to see if you really e- read your email, whatever uh, the message is. Uh, put a subject in there. Send it to David at the David Bowers Awards. And uh, dot com, I should say. All right, the David Bowers Awards dot com, and uh, we'd we'd love to hear from you. With that all being said and done, and it looks like uh, let's see, we have Nick on the line now. Good, Nick. Thank you for stepping in and filling in for the vacationing John Bon Jovial. Well, it's big. It's big shoes to fill, Dave. Yes, it is, and a pretty big month too. <laughs> but you're doing fine so far. And we're glad to have you oh, with well, us. Thank you. I'm humbled by that statement. You should be, absolutely. <laughs> with that being said, I think it's time to move along here and get things started with our first guest. Uh, this is a, a duo that we've had the pleasure of having on the show before. And uh, we got them back again because they got a fantastic new CD out. And we just love debuting new CDs. As a matter of fact, all four of our guests today. Are, uh, are presenting brand new CDs that they've just come out with. And we're going to start with these two Colorado boys who call themselves Monkey Paw Finger. Check the 
I'm your man, and the group is Monkey Paw Finger, who are joining us right now. Uh, David Bajak from uh, Colorado, and good afternoon, or to you, good morning, David. Nah, just passed. It's 12.15 here, so mountain time. Oh, so we can unite. We're all in the afternoon now. <laughs> yes, true. Fantastic. Welcome aboard. How are things in beautiful Colorado? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, a little cool. Is that Nick there? How you doing, Nick? <laughs> that track was solid, man. That's a beautiful day. Yep, excellent weather for Colorado. Fantastic. Rocky Mountain High. Now, you've got this great new CD out, which I have been privileged to be able to listen to. Okay, Mono, tell us about it. Well, uh got the title from uh there was a, a a fresco ancient fresco in a church that was wrecked by an earthquake in Spain and uh it used to be uh Eke Jesu, which was you know be, behold Jesus you know and uh a, a lady in the a parisher in the church took it upon herself to restore the uh the fresco herself and when she got done uh Jesus did not look like Jesus anymore he looked more like uh, a monkey and uh so everybody started calling Eke Mano and they actually started charging people to come and see it. So I just thought it was perfect for our album title. And, That's pretty uh, profound, actually. <laughs> yeah. That is. That is that is wild. I know. I had heard, uh, you know, the old, uh, I forget where it came from, but the old Latin expression, ecce homo, which is yeah. the old yeah. man. But, right, uh, exactly. <laughs> mono e mono. <laughs> Wait a minute. Talk about, but I had talk to get the monkey in there. Metaphors. Right? Mixed <laughs> metaphors. That's a good band name in its own right. <laughs> exactly. So tell us about the music that's on Eke Mono. Well, this is uh, Mike uh, Hartman and I's second album. Uh, it, we uh, tried to branch out a little bit, do a little bit of different things. You know, obviously we're more of a blues and blues rock based band, but we do have a country on there. We have some funk on there. Um, uh, you, you, I think you're going to be spinning uh, Shake That Thing for us here, and that's kind of our f- funk tune on there. And... Um, and anyway, we were pretty proud of we're pretty proud of the of the sound. I I was influenced a bit uh from things that events that had happened here in Colorado. 
uh, over the last year or so. And, um, you know, Colorado's flooding our the ballad tune on there is uh, obviously from last uh, late last September's uh, flooding that just really wrecked a big portion of the state. And, um, you know, also we're doing, uh, uh, I'm looking at Step Back, which is another more of a, a blues harder blue edged blues rock tune on there and that one uh, i have to admit that the aurora theater shooting really influenced me on that one and so there's a, a few references to that in there now, but are, um, are you guys are you guys pretty heavily influenced by the blues guys yeah uh personally i was i mean i i really and you know, i started out like most kids uh, my introduction to the blues was the rolling stones you know they had okay. a lot of blues tunes and uh, yeah for sure well, I mean, main street up, especially. Up tempo bb king and uh funny yeah. guy songs they were doing right and then and then when i was in college i got turned on to uh muddy waters the heart again yeah, and the yeah. winner i was a huge okay. fan of johnny winner and uh, then also when at, at uh, college in Lincoln, uh, I uh, got to see Magic Slim and the Teardrops quite a bit, and yeah, he became absolutely. one of my favorite influences too. And I know Mike is really, uh, Mike, our guitarist, is really into uh, Big Head Todd, uh, which if you listen, to especially Big Head's newest album, he, it's almost a straight blues album. And uh, we've, you know, we're 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 already starting to work on our next CD, and we're we're gonna be probably a little bit harder edged, straight, um, real real roots blues influenced on our next CD. Oh, cool, man. Now, do you guys uh, track the stuff at home? Like, are you doing like, like a home studio kind of thing for your initial tracking, or are you guys uh, specking it out uh, at like a full studio? Well, the first the first album was almost exclusively in a in a home studio. Our first album, Smoking Banana. And this one was kind of a combination of each. Uh, Mike and I recorded uh, at his studio in Phoenix, and then also we recorded uh, a tune and some material uh, with uh, uh, Tommy Young, who is a, a good friend and musician of ours, who co-wrote um, Nothing is Permanent on the new album, Ekimono. And Tommy okay. plays acoustic and piano. And so that song actually was recorded at three studios. It was recorded in Phoenix, in Austin, and then also here in Fort Collins at a at a great studio that we work with, and uh, so it it, it have a kind of a mix of all of them. I'm gonna we're gonna try and 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 be a little bit more uh, in one studio just to try and get a more consistent sound with the CD this next time. You know, it's it, it's been my experience that when you go into one studio uh, and if you're on a, a deadline, generally you can uh, you're on you're on a, a budget, but you can generate that kind of spontaneity that uh, might be. True. Hard, Very true. Hard, hard, hard path otherwise. Yeah, uh, that's why Mike and I. One thing I'll get lectures or something is to be immediate. Feel the immediate yeah, to have the a, urgency. Yeah. Well, like I said, in, in Phoenix when we were together, it's just him and I, and we're doing it all, mixing it, engineering it, and mastering it, and and uh, yeah, we can, like you say, spontaneity. Gosh, we get together and. We'll start at maybe eight or nine at night, and we'll record into five in the morning sometimes. So it that's, just uh, it flows. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah, it flows. You got to work when all the squares are asleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, I thought that was a way of life. Oh, Dave, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a way of life. I didn't know that was a worthy ethic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we don't look at it as, as the work. We're enjoying it so much. <laughs> well, you can tell you enjoy the music, and we've talked to uh, 
I, I think virtually every long-lasting artist we have ever talked to, uh, that's one of the key things that they always point out. Uh, to be long-lasting, you've got to enjoy what you're doing, and it's obvious that you do enjoy the music and presenting it. One of the things that I noticed yeah. right off the first time I played through the disc was the fact that you did vary the approach a little more than you did in the past. You've, you've got some different sounds rather than, than staying along a one-theme yeah. experience. I got two yeah. sentences. If oh, you're thanks. a musician and you're not yeah. having fun, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, that's, you know, and in the past, you know, unfortunately when people uh, have bad experiences in the studio that they're forced with a, by, a you know, say a, a label, big label's producer or whatever to record songs that the label has chosen for them or whatever. And uh, we've been lucky enough to be able to do it all ourselves. I can't say I wouldn't like to have a big studio's, the access to a big studio's, you know, uh, production, you know, a quality uh, equipment, but you know, uh, sometimes we just have to do it yourselves until that that big break comes along. Let me put it this way: Beatles did Sergeant Pepper on a four track. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wish I had George, found- George uh, Martin's uh, uh, intelligence when it came to splitting out uh, exactly. tracks like it's, that. It's all about how you place the microphones and how good you are as a player. <laughs> Well, Mike, we, we got that. You, you, you guys rule. Yeah, you guys could could play into you know an old fashioned real deal. It's awesome. Really, a well, lot of you. a lot of it is is the quality of what you do. And we got what you're talking about uh, being able to to pick the music you record rather than have a label come in and tell you. Uh, we got into that when we talked with Tommy James, uh, who has an excellent book out, and if I sound like I'm plugging it, maybe I am, but if you're into the music business, whether it's as a business or you're into the into the history of the business, uh, Tommy James's Me, the Mob, and the Music is an excellent read, but he pointed out, one of the facts he pointed out was when they were discovered, so to speak, and they signed with Roulette Records, Roulette signed them because they had a disc out that had gotten some local play in Pittsburgh and taken off. Roulette needed a hit record to hang their label on, so they right. So they grabbed Tommy James and and his hanky panky, and uh, they did not really know what to do after that. So they more or less left it up to Tommy and the band to select the cuts that they picked. So they got to pretty much for the duration of their time at Roulette Records, they actually got to select the music and record the records that they or the tunes that they wanted to record on their records. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen anymore. No, it, that's what I was. Uh, that was the point I was making. The fact that uh, you know sometimes that's not a bad idea. That's an excellent book. I've read it myself. I, uh, he had an interesting life, too, and career. And uh, thank, thank God we don't have to mob <laughs> the Eastern, East Coast mob. Really? Uh, and the way anything he, to do with our music. The way he found out who he was working for <laughs> right. was a bit of a surprise, too. As a matter of fact, he's got a very interesting series that he's putting out now on YouTube uh, that you, you know, if, if uh, listeners want to follow the Tommy James YouTube channel, uh, what he's doing is he's taking bits 
from his history, from the book, and from his life story, and he's exploiting, or not exploiting, but he's exposing them, he's relating them in uh, short bits on his YouTube channel. I think each week or two he puts out a uh, new chapter, and he will go into one specific area or happening in his careers. It's very interesting, uh, very interesting follow there. So what's uh, what's next for uh, Monkey Paw Finger? Well, um, I had mentioned about Tommy Young. He's uh, he's a good friend of both Mike and I's. Uh, he he uh, plays piano on our first album too. The he plays on uh, Crescent City Boogie on uh, Smoking Banana, and then he plays guitar and piano on Nothing Is Permanent on the new album. And and we we get along great with Tommy. We gel well with him musically. And he just moved from Austin to Colorado Springs, which is uh, you know about 130 miles from my house. So we're gonna. Uh, we're going to get together and probably bring Tommy in and have him do a little bit more on the next album. And uh, so we'll have a little little bit more keyboards, you know, piano, probably some. Uh, we have access to a Hammond B3 with the Leslie, so we're probably doing Hell some yeah. heavier Hell organ yeah. stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, so that, I, I think. We, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I really, you that's know, one, you that's cannot. One of your strongest re- qualities. Well, you can't copy that sound with any keyboards or electronics these days. You you have to no, you have it, to have it, that. It exists within you. Right. You can't force it. Right. I I agree like, 100%. It's like getting with with a good girl. You can't force it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she asks. No. Either she's into you or she's not. <laughs> you know, David. David, I wanted to ask you a question the last time, and we ran out of time, so I never really got a chance uh, when you were on the show before. And I, I, I just wanted personal curiosity. Your, your previous CD, uh, Smoking Banana. I wanted uh-huh. to ask you now: Is that an object? You know, as in a banana that smokes, or were you smoking <laughs> bananas when you recorded it? <laughs> well, it, it, well, it, it maybe that happens to be. Okay. It was a combination, really. You know, if you think back in the 60s and, uh, you know, Donovan, the Mellow Yellow, and they were talking about smoking yes. banana peels yeah. and things. Yeah, hell yeah. And hell it's, yeah. it's also like uh, sexual uh, reference. And, uh, you know, you know how those That's blues guys always like to refer to that. I like that. Yeah, that was a great band name. Oh, we figured out. I could use that title and, and not have to worry okay. about uh, being censored, you know. <laughs> I love it. Oh, the stuff we expose here. Oh, my. <laughs> David, where can they get your new CD, Akemano? Well, it's uh, it's on iTunes, Spotify, eMusic, Deezer. I know you can get the first one on Amazon, uh, even just about any place that you can imagine on the it's web. I'm sorry, what was that? I said if I want a physical disc, can we go to CD? Oh, the baby? physical physical CD, um, you can actually order that direct from me. Uh, you know, I'm on uh, Facebook, and uh, you can David David Vasek V A C E K, and everybody can send me a personal message, and I can mail out a hard copy CD, no problem. Um, you know, like I said, you can get the hard copy of the first one on Amazon. I haven't set it up with Amazon yet for the second one, just because everybody seems to be downloading these days. So yeah, no, well, no, oh, yeah. no, no nobody's actually buying me. Major difference anymore. now. Yes, now, the times have changed, and you led very nicely, David, into my next question, which was to ask you to tell everyone how they can find you online. Um, 
Well, uh, like I said, the we're on Monkey Paw Finger has its own Facebook page. You can just it's three separate words. Uh, David Vasek, V-A-C-E-K, is on. I'm on Facebook. Uh, Mike Hartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N, is uh, on uh, Facebook also, as well as Tommy Young. And uh, we're also on uh, Reverb Nation, uh, which uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a great place for people to check Reverb out Nation independent awesome. bands. And uh, just uh, you can Reverb Nation and just in the in the search box, put Monkey Paw Finger in there. It'll take you right to us. And, hey, you, uh, you got cool, man. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> thanks, Nick. And, and thanks, definitely David. keep in touch with us. We definitely want to get you back the next time you have a uh, you have a new CD coming out. And uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on board. I'm sorry that uh, Michael couldn't join us today too, but you you be sure and pass our best on to him if you would, please. I sure will. And tell us before you go. Now we're going to uh, we're going to lay another track from your new CD, Eke Mono. On our listeners, it's called "Lied to Me." Tell us about the track. Oh, actually, it's uh, is it "Shake That Thing" or is it "Lie"? Shake that thing. Okay, yeah, we go with. Uh, let me see. No, I, I'm showing "Lied to Me" on the uh, track listing. Oh, well, that's an excellent tune, but it, that's not from <laughs> our album. I might oh, wait be a minute, uh, wait a Johnny okay. Lang. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. It was supposed to be Shake That Thing, and I'm just wondering where Shake That Thing went. I'm I'm going through. That's the joys of live radio. There you go. uh, There's two mixes on uh, on the album, too. There's there's the regular standard mix and then uh, the alternate mix, uh, which I kind of prefer, the second Shake That Thing. Last cut on the album. Yeah, you know, you, you know what? I I think we've uh, I think we've got an engineering glitch here because I'm not finding shake that thing. What I'm finding, David, is nothing is permanent. Oh, that's an excellent tune. That's uh, with Tommy Young. So uh, and and Mike and I, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, that I uh, that I show on my key list here. If uh, you want to tell us a little about nothing is permanent, besides the fact that it's transitory. Yeah, um, Good word, it's, uh, it's a little bit more alt, alt blues, alt country. Um, it's uh, heavily influenced uh, by that sound that's coming out now. That you know, folky, you know. And we have. I wanted to be, be transitiony, and um, you know, I wanted to try something a little bit different. So there's some uh, changes in the vocals and things like that. And uh, Tommy's uh, acoustic guitar. And piano, I think, adds a lot to the tune. So, um, I think experimentation drives innovation. Yeah, well, Mike does an excellent slide guitar on it too. I love that. I love the fact that you guys are so blues influenced. Do not let some producer tell you to lose it. Amen yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you got to feel Thank what you're you. doing. Absolutely. Thank you again so much for being with us today, for Thank sharing you. your Thank new you. CD Thank with us. And uh, we're going to, I promise we've got the right track here. We're going <laughs> to play Nothing is Permanent by Monkey Paw Finger. This is from their brand new CD, Eke Mano, Monkey Paw Finger. Thanks, guys. It's okay about the way you feel Some wounds were not meant to heal Guess you know it's no big deal Sometimes life can be too 
That was Monkey Paw Finger, and uh, a great CD. I, I have my copy of it, which has gotten several plays already. And if you like that, I know you're going to love the CD. Thank you, Monkey Paw Finger, right here on the David Bowers Awards. Speaking of awards, I'm thinking about the David Bowers Award for posing, posturing, and pretending to be heroes of rock and roll. I'm thinking Green Day. The Smiths, the Rock Hall of Fame, well, meaning no offense to Green Day, the Smiths, or anyone else, I'm thinking, why not Yes, or Deep Purple, the Moody Blues, Wild Cherry, Warren Zevon, Harry Nelson, Iron Maiden, Joan Baez, Tommy James and the Shondells, to name a few. How about Chicago, Barry White, ELO, Todd Rundgren, Steppenwolf, or the Roots Groups? The Mystics, the Crests, the Fleetwoods, Dion and the Belmonts, the Tokens, Sister Rosetta Tharp, the Clovers, the Penguins, the Eldorados, the Dell Vikings, 
the Impalas, Murray, Mary Clayton. I could go on, and, and you know I could. And if you're not familiar with some of the names, it just points out what the Hall seems to be doing. It's banking on the names that are the hottest rather than honoring the people who actually made and developed and perpetuated rock and roll. Sure, now the fans get to vote, but they only get to vote for the artists that the Hall puts up as nominees. And meanwhile, these legends who created rock and roll are being left in the dust. And the longer they're left there, the more they get forgotten. These are the greats who created rock and roll. I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs to reevaluate its induction process and correct some egregious errors in artists that have been left out of the annals of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that should definitely be there. They keep cementing their image as a sham, grabbing recently hot artists, trading off their popularity for promotion of the Rock Hall, and including an occasional Roots artist, rather than honoring the true trailblazers who have earned and long deserved that honor. So my V. David Bowers Award for funkiness goes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Comments, Nick? You're giving an award based on funkiness. Well, I, I, I'm giving the award to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for ignoring a lot of the roots rock artists that should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't, and the fact that by ignoring these artists for so long, they become more and more forgotten and unknown to today's rock people. But yes, they become more martyr. True, Which they do. They're rockers. That's true, but I still say they deserve. Well, you know, I mean, think about a band like Rush. They. They should have been integrated immediately. Granted, granted. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking like this year, uh, you've got Green Day and the Smiths. Okay, now I'm not putting down either band. I mean, no band disrespect. But by the same token, there are a lot of artists who have deserved to be in there a lot longer than Green Day, the Smiths, and some of the other ones. I'm saying that, you know, okay, it's okay to honor today's artists. But let's not forget the people who made rock and roll. Well, I mean, if we're if we're going that route, then we should be honoring all the blues artists that created rock and roll. Absolutely, absolutely, you couldn't be more right. And therein lies the. Okay. All right. There's no more argument. Moving right along, that motion was carried. I was expecting you to agree with me, And if uh, and if anyone out there in Indie Radio Land has any comments or criticisms, anything they'd like to add to the discussion. Again, as I mentioned so often, our email is very simple. I keep it simple so that even I can remember it. David at thedavidbowers.com. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you and most definitely love to hear your opinion. Have we talked about the t-shirts yet? We have not. I was waiting for you. <laughs> well, I just have one thing to say, Dave. Do not forget Get your official T-shirts. These are official, high-quality T-shirts. They're available in black or white, men's, women's sizes. Only www.thedavidbowers.com. They are the only official The David Bowers Awards T-shirts, and the only place that you can get them is the website. David Bowers. 
And I thank you. Thank you so much. I hope I didn't give you my next uh, teleprompter sheet because I can't find it here. Fortunately, I do know who our next guest is. Our next guest who will be joining us in just a couple of moments is the man whose song I almost gave away a few minutes ago to uh, our friends from Monkey Paw Finger. My apologies to Dan Lawson. We're going to be hearing from the Dan Lawson band right now. And that's where the tune Lied to Me comes in. Ladies and gentlemen, from planet Earth, Boston, Massachusetts, welcome the
with the Massachusetts band, the Dan Lawson Band. And on the phone with us, joining us right now on the David Bowers Awards, is the Dan Lawson. Hello, Dan. Hey, man, how are you? Uh, greetings from up here in beautiful Boston. Uh, weather's nice, leaves are turning nice, and uh, everything's good. How are you? Fantastic. I'm doing well, thank you. We've got a uh, we've got a uh, mildly warm uh a little unseasonably warm day. We're pushing 90, but the humidity isn't atrocious. We've got a few clouds to moderate things and a little bit of a breeze, so it's quite tolerable. Although I, I, I have mixed emotions about these uh, these fall days that uh, you're referring to there, because uh, while it's beautiful and the cooling down from the summer is pleasant and everything, having grown up in that climate in upstate New York, I always shuddered because that the onset of fall always hinted at the cold, dark, dismal winter that was right around the corner, and I hated winters. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, well, we're right on the same parallel. We get it, uh, you know, I live just a few miles north of Boston, and the uh, last couple of winters have been unseasonably snowy, I'll call. We've had, uh, yeah, they, it's been some bad weather, no question about it. But the, yeah, the summer was really good this year. Well, that's good. Hey, listen, often can I add something? I, I wa- Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wanted. I no, need no, you- to add something to your uh, your Hall of Fame uh, uh, induction crapamony you were talking about there, and you know you were talking My about rant. great bands. I've got a very dear. 
I have a no, no. It's not a rant, David. You're right on. You're right on the ball there. I've got a very, very close and dear friend that wrote probably one of the most played songs in rock and roll history by the name of Mark Farner. And Grand Funk Railroad should be on top of that list um, amongst all of the great rock people. Those guys have done everything. They've sold out stadiums faster than the Beatles. They've sold millions and millions of albums. They've done things other bands only wish they could do, and they've never even been nominated. I agree wholeheartedly. As a matter of fact, that's why I I accented the fact that it was – just to name a few, and that I could go on and on because I knew I would leave oh, out some. I, I couldn't agree. sit here and possibly go through the entire list. But you're right, Grand Funk, definitely another one that should be in there. And I have, I have a, uh, I have a personal friend that uh, also should be in there with one of the most popular rock records of all times, Rob Parisi of Wild Cherry with Play That Funky Music, which is yep. and still kicking badass all over the place. As a matter of fact, I just talked with Rob yesterday, yep. and uh, he's enjoying life down here in Florida with his brand new vet and his brand new wife. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of the, of the pillars of rock who have made it what it is that have been completely overlooked and set aside by the Rock Hall and I really believe you look at what they're doing, the names they put in, and they're trading off the names that are hot today uh, for whatever reason. I, you know, just casually allege that they were doing it for promotion, but for whatever reason, uh, there's ticket a lot sales. of people. Ticket sales, ticket sales, and money. Exactly. Ticket yeah. sales and exactly. money. All these, all these award shows. The thing that I like so much about shows like from, that is the organic element to it. It reminded me so much of the first time that I heard uh, Angel Dust by Faith No More. It's, it's got that, that vibe to it. It was track tape. You needed to make a, a cut. It wasn't done with a key command uh, via, your, via your finger. It was done with a razor blade. And there's that kind of immediacy and organic element to it that it's just uh, it's missing from a lot of what's going on today. I mean, everything is so homogenized. And I, I should inject here for the listeners who may have not caught when we changed channels here real quickly that you're talking about the Dan Lawson track we just played. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we went from the Hall of Fame discussion into the Dan Lawson song yeah. kind of subtly there, and I didn't want our listeners to get too confused. <laughs> well, well to get I mean, back to what he commented you're, you're on. Old guy, Dave. I, 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 I appreciate the immediacy of that. I'm, Okay. <laughs> but well, you're right. You're right. You know, and to get back to reasons, what, I, I... Go ahead, Dan. What, to get back to what he was just talking about, the, you know, the, the homogenation of music. My whole, that whole album, my whole album, we went back to old school. That whole album was done on analog. And it warmed up things. It brought, it brought a lot of great tones, you know, back in that are missing that you cannot digitize. And, uh, you know, we're very, very lucky to, to have some guys that still have some great gear that can be used like that. Um, yeah, you're working with two I've amps actually, instead of modeling amps and all, the, all that garbage and writing bet, real, real fucking was, music. No question. No and question I want to interject. Uh, it's, you know. Go ahead, finish. You go ahead and finish. No, then go ahead and finish your thought. Oh, no, and, and, and I wanted you to get, when you got back to the band like Wild Cherry, it's ironic you said that because just last week uh, I did a show with Foghat. Brian Bassett was the original huh. guitarist with uh, Wild Cherry at that time, and we were actually talking uh, about Wild Cherry because they just did a reunion uh, not too long ago and went right. back on the road and did a couple shows. 
Yeah, yeah, they uh, got together for the first time in in our lifetime, almost it seems. And uh, yeah, they had a great time. They yeah. uh, really. Well, see, see, we're we're on Florida right now, so if you don't play slow ride, you basically don't get work. <laughs> Before we go any further, I uh, you know, to interject straight. one thing though. I, I do want to interject this before we forget, because we had hoped to have a uh, another special guest on the show, uh, which ties in with the, the Dan Lawson Band and their Soldiers of Fortune CD, which Lied to Me is on, and we're going to be playing another track from it here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, Dan, tell us about uh, your connection with the gentleman who did the art on this album. Well, first and foremost, I want to let you know that the the reason Michael is not Michael Ornstein isn't on the air with me today is uh, Michael went to a, a wedding and the wedding was moved up because of weather issues, and Michael definitely sends his apologies. He will, and he told me he will definitely the next time that we're on, he will be on with us. He promises. Uh, he just wanted to apologize. You know, it's a, you know they, he has a pretty large family out there, and everything got changed around, but. Michael Ornstein is the character that plays Chucky on the great TV show Sons of Anarchy. Um, not only is Michael a phenomenal actor, but he is probably one of the best, you know, um, abstract artists uh, in, in America right now. And Michael is a very, very close and dear friend of Brenda and I. And when we were in the process of, you know, putting the album together, I wanted something special to go with. You know, along, you know, with the fact that it was Soldiers of Fortune, you know, that album is dedicated to all the troops and, you know, all our, uh, you know, men and women in uniform. And I wanted something special. And Michael says, you know, I've got a warrior that I've painted. And I go, really? He goes, here, let me send you a copy. As soon as I opened up the email and looked at it, that was it. Album cover. And um, I called him back and I said, Michael, this will be phenomenal. Can I use this? He said, Dan, you can have anything of mine you want. And um, we've got a copy of it. Um, it's all over the planet. Um, he is, you know, not only is he, you know, a, a great actor, as I said, but as for an abstract artist, he's, you know, one of the best. You can go on his website. Uh, what is his website there, dear? MichaelOrnstein.com um, is one of the sites. And then he's got, that will lead over into his artistry uh, website. And he's got hundreds of, of uh, items on there that he's painted, um, you know, just uh, very talented. And not only that, one is one of the nicest people in the world you ever want to work with. Um, and again, very talented uh, actor as well. So he's been on, we've seen him, he's been on um, Seinfeld. He's been on many, many, many uh, shows on TV. But, uh, you know, this one here with Sons of Anarchy is his breakout. Man, that, that, was, that was a damn articulate statement, man. <laughs> and I appreciate, I appreciate you, uh, Going into detail on that, we were really hoping to have Michael Orenstein on and really looking forward to it because, of course, uh, you know, aside from the fact that you've got a great album here, you've got some fantastic cover art, thanks to Michael. Uh, there is somewhere along the line, I think there's a little subliminal interest in the yeah. TV show, too, and uh, and our listeners would love to have uh, oh, no, heard from him. He's, he's but, got the rush. He's doing exactly what you're doing. And you be sure and extend our thanks and apologies to him that, uh, you know, I'm sorry that uh, things didn't work out so that he could be with us. We'd love to have him on again in the future. And, uh, you, you know, you can thank him because that just guarantees you're going to get another invitation to come back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just wanted me to make sure I let everybody know. He didn't want to let anybody down. But, of course, you know, with family and so on and, 
Um, you know, oh, it's absolutely. very, very important that, uh, you know, I mean, Michael is just one of the, a consummate professional on top of everything else. And, you know, and, and the thing is, he, he loves our music. We've actually done um, a couple of the motorcycle expos together where he was, you know, he came as a guest, uh, you know, to sign autographs and photos. And of course, he comes out and he hangs out with us when we play. And, uh, and um, he's just one of the greatest guys in the world to work with. But on top of that, just a, a really good friend and uh, he doesn't like to let anybody down, so he said that the next time that we do this, that he will definitely be on board with us. Well, we appreciate that, and uh, our, our our best wishes to uh, best wishes to him and his family as well. Now, what's next? What's next in line for the Dan Lawson Band? Well, right now, that's why I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I am working with one of my dearest and closest friends in the world, <laughs> Peter Bell. Peter is the former guitarist and songwriter and producer with the James Montgomery Band. Um, Peter is an uh, incredible professor at Berklee School of Music. Right now, he's helping me produce and engineer uh, some new songs for a, a new project we're working on. We're actually working on a Christmas song. So I'll make sure as soon as I get done with it, I'll send it off to you. Um, Peter Hail, is uh, one of my dear friends. Great, great guitarist himself. Great songwriter. Uh, producer, engineer, man, he's uh, he is the basket. He's got it all. Um, we've been working together. Uh, we've actually been working on a few songs. We took one of the songs from my CD. Actually, the song that's on my CD, I'm Funky But I'm Clean, Peter wrote that and gave me that all right. album. And we've uh, we've <laughs> taken that song. That's actually, that's I should song. say Peter. Funky But I'm Clean. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's all, there's all, one day when we got a lot of... When we have a lot of time, I'll explain the whole explanation of that song to you. But uh, it pretty much sums it up in, in the title. Or something here. Yeah, it reminds me I of mean, the, that, that is something that I, I tell the girls sometimes. I'm funky, but I'm clean. Yeah, it reminds me of the motto I used to have in my home. You know, it's a, we have a motto here, clean mind, clean body. Take your pick. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes that's a, a very thin line, so... But, um, but yeah, Peter and I are working together. We've actually, take, we've actually so, taken so many that levels song of and we, <laughs> we actually took the song apart and we've added horns to it. So as soon as we oh get the new God. version of that, yeah, as soon as I get the new version of that done, uh, I will send that off to you because that's going to kick your ass. You're going to love that one. Please do, man. You, Great, you guys man. are awesome. Definitely you guys looking are, you guys forward are, you to You guys that. are certified badasses. And we're looking forward to this next well, track we're going to play. The next track we're going to play from the Dan Lawson Band CD, Soldiers of Fortune, is a thing called Give Me No Reason. Dan, tell us, first off, tell the listeners where they can get this uh, great album. And it is. I uh, have to admit, uh, I have a can, copy of it. I love it. That CD is available uh, all over the Internet now. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Rhapsody. You can go to Amazon. You can send... Uh, Send my wife, uh, my beautiful wife Brenda, an email, and we'll send you a uh, signed copy. Um, well done, Dave. You know, you well go right to danlawson.com and um, and let us know. And we we have a PayPal account set up, um, but you can go on, like I said, iTunes and Rhapsody. Um, we're getting great airplay in Europe right now. Um, we're just we're everyone's ecstatic with how much you know recognition we're getting on all the songs. Uh, right now, Isn't we that have crazy? A, a they radio actually, station. They actually really appreciate good music. In, in Europe, you know, I got to tell you, there's a there's a wonderful podcast over in Paris, France, that has actually four, or excuse me, five of the songs from my CD in his rotation right now. 
And um, well, uh, I'm getting emails. I'm getting emails from all over uh, all over the world with you know different folks you know wanting the CD and uh, wanting to know where they can get it. And um, so we've been really uh, very fortunate. Keep it up, man. Some good you guys years. are doing. You guys are doing awesome. I'm uh, I'm floored by the tracks I've heard. Thank you. Dan, thank you so much for joining and, us here today, and we wish you and the band the best of luck. Thank you so much for sharing your music. Thank you also for the uh, for the autograph CD, which I will treasure, and uh, <laughs> that is already insured. <laughs> thank you for everything, Dan. Always a pleasure having you with us. We'll look forward to getting those new tracks from you and uh, sharing them with the listeners as well. Going to move along now and offer up the next track from the Dan Lawson Band album, the new CD, Soldiers of Fortune. This one is called Give Me No Reason.
lots on my door. Going live. And that was the Dan Lawson Band, and it was called uh, Give Me No Reason. Thank you very much, Dan Lawson. Always a fun time with Dan on the show. And uh, Nick, understand you have a message. You have a message for us about the School of Music. Well, thank you, David. I, I truly appreciate that. Uh, my name is Nick Rogers. Uh, I work at uh, Connor School of Music. And uh, most of what we do, we teach any instrument that you want to learn. It's been proven that music instruction enhances brain activity. It uh, enhances social life. It uh, makes you a better individual overall. Uh, so, so come on down and learn from us. It's a beautiful naval sport. It's called Connor School of Music. And the thing that I will say about music is it's it's the most healing thing that you can do. It's the best medicine. There's no need for medical marijuana when you have music. Right, Dave? Right. And we have another problem. For some reason, my uh, my uh, mic has gone dead. Are you hearing me I at all? You. you can hear me? I can, I can oh, okay, you. because I, I just lost it on the... Uh, on the switchboard here, it doesn't appear. So up, if you say I'm You're here, if you say I'm here, I'm here. And hopefully right here, we have uh, white boy slim going to be joining us momentarily. I appreciate that, uh, that message about the uh, Connor school of music. I wanted to be sure. Which, band, by the way, white boy slim. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's some badass music too, which you're going to love starting with a thing called flesh and blood. You're going to hear right now from white boy slim.
there's uh, there's mistakes in there and there's uh, miscues and some you know in jokes among the band and things like that. So, but so I think it's it, 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 it's it's just actual live stuff and it was just I mean, exactly it, what it performed. Well, that's what I mean. What a uh, everything is so homogenized and so aligned and auto tuned and informed. To yeah, hear exactly. somebody actually make a mistake, uh, yes, it, 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 it's troubling because it's like that's so much more musical. However, most people are not used to it anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And it, it, I mean, that's you know it was a, that was a consideration. I mean, that's. A, you, you have to think about that as, you know, are people going to notice this or, or think that it's crappy or something like that? And I thought, to hell with that. I You know, this is the way it is. I mean, this is the way music sounds when it's done live without auto-tune and without uh, without click tracks. And, uh, no, you, you, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're talking about the rock vibe. I mean, if... Yeah, if, exactly. If, exactly. If, if Ike Turner hadn't fucking punched in his amplifier, we would have no distorted guitar. Exactly. It's all it's, exactly. it's all about mistakes, man. There's no right or wrong way to do it, and you guys are you guys yeah. are rocking it. Awesome. Yeah, and that was I had some great musicians. I mean, the you know the drummer there was on that track. Well, the drummer on all the tracks actually, because he was with me for about two or three years, was uh, Sam Dufour, who was from the the rock band uh, Sweet Salt, who had you know won yeah, a bunch okay. of awards. Okay. And, Hell, yeah, okay, I know them. And sure. and he was he was great because his I mean his his background his brother's a blues guitarist in in toronto and and so when we got to when sweet salt broke up it was just when i was looking to put this band together and so sam you know sam was uh practically a family member for for two or three years until he until he uh moved on but uh uh you know the, you've got that vibe you've got that that there's there's you know i'm in mean, some of the tracks I, le- I leave a lot of the introductions in where where uh the introduction includes uh you know reminders to the band of how the song goes and stuff like that and i you're playing I like a real it. band which, yeah exactly well, it, exactly we, 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 should, we shouldn't even be having this discussion we have to talk about who's real and who's not but you you were the exception well you know that's, 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 that's profound it's, it's it's professional it's awesome well, and, and and it's 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 sort of what it's what it's what to me live music is all about. I mean, live music is a, is an experiment. Live music is a an exploration. Uh, you know, I always tell people if you come to see White Boy Slim this week and you come to see Light Boy Slim next week, you're going to see a different show because we never do the same song, the, a song the same way twice. The solos will be different. The you know uh, the vibe will be different. Uh, and I, if if you know, I still record almost every show. And if I if I if I record a song that I, you know, that I played last week and I uh, record it again this week, and if it sounds the same, I know there's something wrong. It's time to go on a vacation or something like that because, because uh, it's it's you know it, it's all well, about exploring. It's it's all about you know finding new places in in the music. You know. Well, that's one of the neat things about this band that <clears throat> I mentioned earlier on the show. I don't know if you caught it or not, but we're going to uh, get them on next month's show. They're doing. Uh, they're doing something that's relative to what you're discussing there. <clears throat> they're doing uh, something that's really relative to performance art. They're going to do a song release on a Canadian uh, Toronto station, uh, CHRYS, I believe it is, uh, or CHR, yeah, CHRYS in Toronto on uh, the night of uh, October 20th, Monday night between 12 and midnight, or 12 and 1 a.m. between midnight. And 1 a.m. They're going to do 
a live performance of a song that is not going to be recorded. They're not going to ever put it on a record. They're not going to ever release it. It's a one-time thing. It's once you hear it, and that was the point they were making, that it's like performance art. When you go on stage... It might be the most profitable song. Right. You go on stage, you hear the... Whatever happens on stage that night happens. You go back tomorrow night, it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm totally down with that, man. That that's to me that's that's that's, that's why we all started is. playing in the first place. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, you go and you you know you go and see the great the the great bands of the past. You know, you see, I don't know. I mean, it depend. Doesn't matter what genre. You know, you go see well, Cream or that's you, why, you that's, go see. That's why people follow the, the great bands around from show to show because oh, each exactly. show is different. Yeah. Next yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you just and I, I mean, I listen to a lot of uh, a lot of old blues from the '50s and stuff, and you listen to you know a lot of the stuff that's Robert coming out Johnson, now. Robert Johnson, he never played the same song twice. No, exactly. Or 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 like J.B. Hutto, the great slide player from yeah. Chicago, <laughs> and you listen and and you'll see some of the the new compilations of his it's stuff that's coming out. Mind you, by the way, it'll have yeah, it'll have like three or four takes of the same song, and they're completely different. Uh, Otis. Uh, um, uh, you know, I mean, there's just uh, I could name BB King, a million people. Buddy Guy, hell yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all, all those guys, and and it's like it's always different because you don't you don't I mean people sometimes say like why don't you why aren't you playing the song the way it was on you know on a, the studio album and I go because I'm not a man that idiot. was like that was like the way we felt that day five years ago and that's yeah. you know we didn't feel that way the next day music it's always in flux it's always in motion and you yeah. should reflect yeah. that absolutely yeah that's i mean that's what it's about i mean that's that's that is the 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 essential the, the essential vibe of of any kind of good music as far as i'm concerned well you, you guys I, are killing I, it man Oh, thank tell you. Us about, it, it, uh, tell tell the listeners how they can uh, how they can get this album now. Okay, this album the the release date is tom- is tomorrow. It's coming out first on cdbaby.com. So just go cdbaby.com White Boy Slim uh and and it will uh from there it will make its way to uh to iTunes and Rhapsody and uh, and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. This one is this one is is we're, we're doing an experiment on this one. This one is a digital only release to start with. Um, uh, we're probably going to put out physical CDs in a couple of months, but I wanted just to try doing it digitally uh, right. to, to start with because uh, I don't know I don't know about it, what anybody else's experiences are, but I've noticed that in the last year. Uh, we're selling a lot fewer CDs and uh, and uh, there's a lot more digital stuff, so uh, digital copies and and streaming and stuff like that. So I just wanted to see what would happen exactly. if we didn't actually. You're, you're basically talking uh, language of the industry at this point. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's, a, a, a worn out business model. Yeah, for exactly. Contemporary bullshit. Uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There's there's definitely been a major swing to the digital music as opposed to the hard copies. Now, before we let you go and get into this next song, which is a major one, I want you to also pass on to the listeners how they can find you online. Uh, www.whiteboyslim.com. Um, 
and uh, or ReverbNation.com slash WhiteBoySlim are my two main uh, internet portals. And from there, you can uh, send us messages, and you can, uh, uh, you know, you can you can get links to all of. Um, to to all of our tunes uh we put up special uh, like live performance uh, videos and things like that from time to time especially if you're on our mailing list which you can do at those places and uh Fantastic. i even answer emails <laughs> yes <laughs> well done, get us on- well done. <laughs> he, he answers his emails he also answers his facebook messages so yes you Absolutely. can definitely get in touch with white boy slim tell us again the title of this album is the, uh, the title of this album is White Boy Slim Live at the Plains Hotel. Fantastic. White Boy Slim, thank you so much for being with us. This next track is a long one. It's going to give you a great show of White Boy Slim at his best. This is called Crispy Cream Woman. <laughs> Thanks, yes, man. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> well, it's going to if it'll play for some reason. <laughs> It doesn't want to play. That's not a. Uh, there it goes. All right, finally. Here, here we go. A little chatter at the stage. We got White Boy Slim. Thank you again, White Boy Slim. Always a little thing called a little thing in the key of F that comes down from the five and kind of walks a little bit. Um, it's called Krispy Kreme Woman. I got a woman down south. It looks just like a dream. Every time I touch it, it makes me feel so good. I want to scream. I got a woman down south. It looks just like a dream. Well, I'm going down to Nashville just to get my Krispy Kreme.
little Krispy Kreme woman there. I'm in. And it looks like we're back. We kind of lost. Uh, we kind of lost contact there somewhere. I'm oh, not that, sure what we lost, but uh, that was quite interesting, Dave. That isn't the word that comes to mind. I had another word. Well, in, I was I was trying to be coy uh, about. Yeah, well, it's it's one thing to be polite. That's that's cool. But, uh, it's uh, really rather upsetting when uh, those things happen. But again, the joys of live. I'm going to be trying to watch how many f bombs I drop. In a yeah, day. I can understand that. And we should have uh, we should have our uh, next guest standing on by. So we're going to, uh, with apologies to White Boy Slim because we didn't get to hear the whole eight minutes of his song. Uh, we're going to move on and uh, bring on our next guests, our final guests for the afternoon, and from their brand new CD, Story Road, let's keep our fingers crossed and hope we get through Meetings by the Elders.
we've been wanting to get on here for a long time. So glad to have them with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the elders, and I believe we have Ian on the phone right now. Hello, Ian. Hello, David. How are you? I'm so proud to be on this show, finally. It is our pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Uh, we're a little bit uh, we're a little bit put out by a drop in signal we had that's kind of messed us up there for a couple of minutes, but we seem to be back and running now. And so happy to have you here with us. I got to see you guys the first time uh, when it was two three years ago at an uh, Irish festival in upstate New York, and you just totally blew me away. <laughs> yeah, we love going up to central New York. In fact, we were just there. We played a show. We played a show in Massachusetts, and then we went to Utica and played a show in the beautiful museum there. And uh, just last Saturday, so we tried to get up there as much as possible. We're actually in Kansas City at the moment, and uh, we played a big uh, CD release party in, in in a great venue here in Kansas City. And now we're on actually on the road, heading up to Western Missouri. It's a small little uh, town just outside Kansas City, about 30, 40 miles, and. Uh, and the clouds are beginning to thicken up above, so I'm thinking we may be getting a bit of uh, the old rain coming down on us here, so we'll have to see what happens. No, we'll hope for liquid sunshine at worst there. Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, your CD release is what, we're, uh, what we're, really, we're really interested in hearing about. Your new CD is Story Road. Tell us about Story Road. Yeah, we've been working on this one for a while, David. This is a this is a fifth. I can't, I've lost count now. Fifth or sixth studio album. So um, obviously, we don't want to just just turn out another one just like the last. So uh, we we're very particular about the songwriting, and uh, we all really work as a team to try and get the songs to where we all have a little bit of our heart and soul in this. You know, so. Um, it's just a, I, I love I like everybody in the band to have some own sense of ownership of the of the music and uh, and this one is it's all about uh, story road is all about stories and it's all about uh, you know a, a lot of family members there's a song in there about my granddad Torchy Doyle and uh, there's a song in there called the Miners and that's just that there was a tragic tragic uh, mining accident in Butte Montana. In 1917, and uh, like the, you know, 156 people or miners were killed. So there's a song called "The Miners" in there. So it's just uh, stories and uh, experiences and family members, and uh, and uh, we're very, very proud of it. Very happy that so it's, it's turned out really, really well. That song that you just heard, David, actually the meetings. I grew up in County Wicklow, which is about 40 miles south of Dublin on the east coast. And uh, there's an area there where, where we grew up called the Meetings of the Waters. And it's the Meetings of the Waters are actually two rivers that come together, the Avon Moor and the Avon Beg. They come from the mountains up from Dublin and, and then but Glendalock up in the mountains. And they come down and they form the, meet, the, the Avoca River. And that's where I grew up. So that's... Uh, that's kind of the meetings, you know, where people get together and they meet. And uh, that's that's the whole deal on that one. That's profound in its own right, man. You're transferring enthusiasm in a, uh, a very mature way. I, I appreciate that greatly. You're you're doing what you should be doing. They do they do transfer the enthusiasm. As I said, I got the chance to see them the first time three three four years ago, and uh, the first off, uh, Ian mentioned he likes to have each take a piece of ownership of the music 
and that's readily apparent. You can see that, you can hear it, and you can see it on their uh, YouTube videos, which yeah. is a great way to be introduced to them. But the real thing is when you see them in person. When you see this bunch in person, it is impossible. It is literally impossible to stay seated and sit still and listen to them. You are immediately <laughs> caught up in the infectious, the excitement, the enthusiasm, the feeling they put well, into the music. Dave, Dave, that's just it. I mean, great musicians got to see him live. And these, I, they, I, they I, put on a I show that is, that is definitely won't disappoint you. Like I said, you cannot sit you cannot sit and watch them. You'll be on your feet. Guarantee it. <laughs> we're uh, we're getting ready to uh, head off to Ireland on on Sunday. We're going to be there for about uh, fourteen days, playing shows all around the country. And uh, we do that every year. And this is actually our eleventh tour in a row. And we bring like about a hundred fans from all over America with us, all over America oh, and Canada, and then. I know. And then we've got a bunch of other fans then from uh, Germany. From Germany yeah, and gonna, we, all, we just go all around the country and have a blast. Oh, wow. I'm going to hitchhike a ride on one of those tours. That sounds like, yeah. a, that sounds like a lot of fun. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm thinking we need to do, this, we could do the show. We need to do the Dave Bauer show from uh, Ireland maybe next year. So let's plan that. Yeah. Huh? Oh, that would that would be so awesome. I'm up for that. Absolutely. You just say when. We'll put it together on this we'll, end. Not a problem. We'll, we'll master our record in Dudley. Dudley? You mean Dublin? <laughs> she means Dolby. I know. It's fantastic. It'll, it'll be a great time. Yeah, I mean, there's a pub. There's the oldest pub in Ireland, and I think it was back to 1968 or something like that. Uh, 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 16, 1668, and it's called John oh Fox's, and it's up in Glen Cullen, and it's up in the mountain, Dublin Mountains, between Dublin and Wicklow, and it's way up there, and it's an amazing, amazing old, old, old pub, and uh, we're going to be playing a show there. Well, i got to tell you, brother, I respect anyone that's playing uh, music uh, from their heart. You're doing it, so keep up. Don't let anyone fucking change you. <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. Tell us, tell us about, tell us about the guys in the band now. How did you guys come together, create the elders? I, 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 uh, when I, when I moved over to America in 1987, I was in the music business back in Ireland, and um, and I came over here. The work was bad in Ireland, and I had a wee boy, and we got my, my wife and I were married in Ireland, and we moved over to Kansas City mainly for work. And I basically gave up the music music business, and uh, and we were just happened to be, uh, you know, one place led to another, one meeting led to another, and then uh, my wife and a friend of hers were chatting at a soccer game, and the two kids were talking, and then they found out what. The, her husband is a fiddle player in some Irish band, and I went to see them. And <laughs> next thing you know, I'm back on the road again with the elders, and we uh, we started this in 2002, and uh, it's been a fantastic ride ever since, and we're having a great time. The lads we've got, our fiddle player is from Manchester, England, and um, he's living in Florida. He's been over in America now for about nine years, and the rest of the lads are all Kansas City boys and uh, played with all kinds of bands. Uh, Norm, our bass player, played with Sticks for a while. He's a bass player with Tommy Shaw for a while. And uh, there's another famous... I, the, the those guys. I know. That's, that was, they, he played the big arena rock places for years and years. And uh, so 
so we've all we've all played all different genres of music over the years. We're all in our fifties and uh, we're all mature lads and it's like we've come back to our roots with this music. We've come back to the basics and we've come back to to what we love. One of the things I like so much about the tracks that I've heard from you guys it sounds like they're hungry. It sounds like a rock band that's dying to be heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not anything that that feels forced. That's right. That's right. absolutely right. You know, and uh, and you know, and and we're not um, we're we've been in the business long enough to know that we're we're not uh, intimidated by the corporate world as to what we're supposed to do. Yeah, but, uh, fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. I know. We do what we want to do, and uh, and and uh, we play. I don't care if the song has to be seven minutes long, then so be it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. Well, hey, look, let me let, let me put it this way. Hey Jude was one of the first great examples of a seven-minute song that did not overstay its welcome. That's and right. had it not been Paul McCartney. As, as the lead singer on that, they probably wouldn't have been able to get that on the radio, but it did, and it and it worked. That's right, absolutely, and uh, and I think that's wonderful. You know, you know that there's 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 you can always hear a manufactured music, and you can always hear genuine music, and I'm really I'm really happy in 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 the overall industry over the last years. Like, I mean, shows like yours, where there's a lot more independence out there broadcasting and bands now because of social media and, and networking between social media, we can be an independent band now and we can reach people, we can reach every end of the country, every end of the world through media like yours. So it's uh, it's just, uh, I think it's just fantastic. Well, I mean, you're, you're playing the market as you should play it. I mean, the record industry is in a, a backward trend uh, with an out-of-date out of business model. That's right. Uh, you know, we're back to a, a singles market with iTunes and whatnot. It, so the bands, they can't make a record with a couple of great songs and the rest is all filler crap. So you yeah, have to be right. able to play again. And, yeah, but yeah. it's also tough because then you have engineers that want to auto-tune you, that you want to, that, that they need to make everything homogenized. It has to be completely on time. It has, everything has to be perfectly in pitch. Got to, I mean, if Bob Dylan were to start his career now, he wouldn't have a career. Yeah. That's a so, fact. That's a fact. The thing that I love so much about you guys is that it's immediate. Like, I, I can feel the urgency. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, that's what I was referring to. And then when you see him live, it's even more intense because there, there's an electricity. It's like, and, and you, made a, you made a proper analogy, Nick, uh, it, it's like a rock concert, that electricity you get at a rock concert, you get that at the Elder Shows, too. I, I, I remember the, the, that feeling coming over me, and I'm saying to myself, what the hell? Yeah, this is a, and I'm looking at these people, there was like, I don't know, it was maybe a thousand people in the crowd, and they're reacting like a bunch of kids at a rock concert, they're up and yelling and screaming and clapping their hands to the music. It, it's it's infectious. And that's what it's all about, man. Music is supposed to be fun. If it, yes. if it were not fun, we would stop doing it. There are so many easier ways to make money. <laughs> Ian, Ian, you got to tell me something. Now, you mentioned that you came over here, and I think you said 1989? 1987. 87. Okay, I was close. My memory isn't what it used to be. It never was my strongest point, but it, 87. And you, mentioned, you old fuck. <laughs> and you mentioned that you've got, you had a young son. Now, how old is your son now? 
My son now is 26 years old. Well, oh, 27, 20. Heck, he might be, he's 28 years old. It flies by so fast. Hey. And my son is actually the drummer in The Elders. He's our drummer. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one that has trouble with years, remembering years. <laughs> I feel better about that. But, yeah, that was my next question. I was going to ask you how he feels about Dad's music in the yeah, band. Uh, now, he, he, let, let me put it this way. You had, you had a kid and you had a drummer and a guitar player. You fucking won, dude. You got it, you got it Rap. Now he's your drummer. That's that's fantastic. So how long has he been drumming with you? He's been playing with us now for over three years, and it's absolutely a delight to have him on the road with me. It's, it's, I mean, it's a dad's dream come true. But he's also oh, just imagine. an amazing. He's an amazing musician, um, and, and and plays uh, bass guitar, plays mandolin. Well, he, he, he has pretty great to learn from. Him. We switch up. We switch up a lot of our stuff. We go from rock, and then we'll we'll break it on down, and we'll get the banjos and accordions out, and we'll break it down and uh, and do some bluegrassy, and do some trad music, and do some vocal harmony stuff, and then uh, and then I get on the drums. Come to the states, and I need to buy you a beer. I said, come to the states. I need to buy you a beer. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, it's really intriguing. You do not think of Kansas. You, you think of Kansas City. You don't think of Celtic music coming from Kansas City. You know what? It's amazing how many Irish there are in Kansas City. I, I was surprised now, and there's been a lot of Irish have come here in, in the time I've been here too. A lot of young, good professional young, you know, artists and and uh, IT people and uh, and designers and and computer design and everything else. There's a, there's a great industry of young Irish coming to America now with a great knowledge and great education coming over here in the software and IT business, you know. And there's a lot of, there's, a, there's a several bands and music clubs and there's an there's a, there's a Irish Cultural Museum here. The Irish Festival we have in Labor Day weekend brings in about 120,000 people Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Damn. And we always uh, we always headline on the Sunday night, and we'll have anywhere from 30 to 40,000 people in the crowd. It's incredible. That is, that is. And we look forward to being able to have you come back and join us again in the very near future. Before we let you go, want first to have you tell the folks how they can get your music. You can get our music, Dave, by simply going to theelders.com. Theelders.com. We've got our online store there, and you can download. We've got digital downloads, or you can or you can order a hard copy of Story Road. Um, we, we we've got a Facebook page, the Elders on Facebook, and uh, we love to uh, we love to converse with our fans. We love to chat and answer questions. And if anybody wants to email me, they can. Ian at eldersmusic.com, and uh, I'll answer any questions I, I know, and if I don't know them, I'll just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you make it, that's, I fucking love that attitude. That is awesome. That's the way to do it. Now, tell us. <laughs> we're going to close out with uh, a uh, song that is, I don't believe this is on the uh, Story Road album, but you sent me this track. And it is so great. I wanted to be able to share it with the listeners uh, because it's a it's a combination of reasons. One, it is a great track. Two, it is a great tribute. And three, it shows off another side of the elders. Tell us about the tribute you did, Great Ones Fall, the tribute to Levon Helm. Well, you know, Levon Helm is, is absolutely, I mean, he's inspired us all. He's, he's just, uh, his music and uh, his character, his story, 
you know, I mean, it, it's a rags to riches and back to rags and back to, you know, bounce back and forth. And, and his music has just been inspiration in all kinds of genres, in folk and in rock and in gospel and, I mean, blues, everything. He's just... Uh, so when he passed away, I mean, we were also, I mean, we were also connected to him in in many different ways. I mean, so, so that's our little, just our little sort of a tribute to the great Levon Helm, and uh, and the song is called "The Great Ones Fall," even the great ones fall, and boy, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. Thank you, Ian. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your stories with us this afternoon. We do indeed want to keep in touch and get you back on the show again in the very near future. Give our best to all the gang, including your son, and keep in touch with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the new CD is Story Road. The group is The Elders, and this is their tribute to Levon Helm. It's called The Great Ones Fall.
Rob Parisi listening to the David Bowers playing that funky music. Uh, thank you so much, Rob. Thank you, listeners. Thank you to our fabulous guests today. We've enjoyed having you all on board. And, uh, I mean, the elders, we've had White Boy Slim, the Dan Lawson Band, and uh, Monkey Paul. I feel compelled to send a shout-out to John Bon Jovial, who is not here right now. Absolutely, definitely a shout-out to John Bon Jovial, who's up there cruising around Detroit or something. It has been a ball in spite of our one little glitch where we lost signal. Thank you to our listeners. We love you. Remember, without you, we've got no reason to be here. Thanks again. And as I always say to John Bon Jovial, Nick, take us home. You've been listening to P. David Bowers. Oh, what? Please check us out on Facebook. Check us out online. We are all over your social media. Every good person is. David Bowers. Don't forget, or your official The David Bowers Awards t-shirts on our website, www.thedavidbowers.com. And artists, be sure to send in your EPKs to David at thedavidbowers.com. Take us home. (laughs) For a chance to be a guest on the show, The David Bowers Awards is produced by The David Bowers. For staking in your ear production. And Computer Health USA, Apple Florida Studios, and is available free download on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes, 365 Radio Network, and CMG Global Network. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page. 
to get reminders of our upcoming shows and like David Bowers on Facebook. Follow on Twitter. Be sure to join the David Bowers Awards Sunday, November 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Where's my back? I know, I, again, just being a dick. Uh, what our scheduled guests include Canada's One Soul Thrust, The Rockin' Angel Steel, and New York rocker Frank Palangi, plus other stuff we haven't even thought of yet. That's good. I like that. Uh, until then, for me, David Bowers, and all of our staff at the asylum, this is Nick Rogers for John Bon Jovial saying, take another month off. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> You really want me to say that? This is more fun than a colonoscopy. And so long. Hello, Cleveland.